0: It's Miss Keisha, and I'm here with Jay for the My Miami Hello. So I'm going to let her introduce herself, even though she is my favorite, well, one of my favorite engineers, but I'll tell you why in a little bit. Well, because you know you're all my favorite, so I can't say, like, you're the only favorite. So My Miami Hello, of course, as most people should know, it's just the introduction. So Jay, tell us who you are, what your major is, what year you are, and then, of course, why you chose that major, and what's your favorite thing about Miami University?
1: Okay, so uh, my name is Justine Adams, but I go by J because it's uh, simpler that way. I'm a third year general engineering major uh, with a minor in concentration in mechanical engineering and then also a minor in humanitarian engineering. Um, what else i supposed to say?
0: My, your favorite thing about Miami University
1: or why you chose Miami University. Ooh, to be honest? Yes, you can be
0: completely um, honest.
1: Uh, To be honest, I did not care what college I went to when I was in high school. Like I just knew I had to go because not going wasn't really an option. So I applied to three schools. I'm from Toledo, so I applied to UT. Um, I visited Akron, so I applied there. And then my cousins went here, so I applied here. And um, I attended the Bridges program and they were able to give me a scholarship for more than any other school did, so I came here because it was the best option. And I think I made the, the right decision to come here. Well, why do you think you made the right decision? Um, Because to stay in Toledo wouldn't have been a good idea because I know people who've stayed in Toledo after graduation, and it just... Didn't turn out well for them? It, not that it didn't turn out well. It's just they have t- different mindsets. And I feel like... Um, you just had a different mindset? No, I think I was able to gain a different mindset by leaving. Like, people who stayed there have the same mentality that they did in high school, that's which is point. not, like, at all where... Motivating. Yeah. It's, like, very restricting to me when you consider the potential that everyone has. But that's another story. That's um,
0: We can talk about that story. Yeah. Later. <laughs> uh, I know that story all too well.
1: So... Yeah, so I came to Miami. I didn't like it at first. It was very different, it was a culture shock. I didn't know anybody except for two people. And those were my cousins and they were upperclassmen, so they had their own stuff going on. But, you know, now I like it, I like it here. I don't plan on going back to though. Yes, because you're involved in
0: stuff, so like what kind of stuff are you involved in?
1: Um, well, my main org is obviously Nesby, because I've been a part of Nesby since first year. And now, I am currently the president. Last semester, I was the vice president, and then before that, I was just a very active member. Um, I also am, I don't know if I'm current, I, I'm part of BAM, which is <laughs> like a revamped version of a... But well, what's BAM stand for? A black action movement.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it actually first came about in like 1980 or 1990 or Mm -hmm. something like that, but because there was a lot of uh, incidents going on around campus, as you can imagine, Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of died down over the years, but a couple incidents my sophomore year, so 2018, has sparked more... uh, Action. Yeah, like, more action, specifically among the black community here, Mm -hmm. but now, BIM has, along the way of trying to get, like, change on campus, realized that we need and should be active with other diverse organizations. So we have, like, collaborated with the um, LGBT community, um, people of different races and religions and all things that could... Classify as diverse. Yeah, classify as a minority or diversity, or things like that, because... Because
0: um, it's a necessity.
1: It really is. And at the end of the day, there needs to be, like, more cohesiveness amongst, like, the entire... Everyone at, on campus, but specifically with minorities, because if minorities work together... This is going to sound so cliché. You know, we come together... Go ahead, When We come together, you know, we can make change, because there's power in the people so we're gonna work together and we're gonna get these get these changes made <clears throat> you're so right <laughs> and you're right that it sounds so cliche It does, but, it's but it right. is
0: it's very true no you're right
1: um but I mean, the reason
0: ideally why i wanted you to be on the podcast is because i asked you once why you wanted to be an engineer and you gave The best answer that I have ever heard in the five years that I have worked here. So I'm going to ask you again and hope to goodness that you remember that good answer since we're recording or we're going to have to start over and do it again until we get a good answer, which is going to make Travis, the producer, upset. So, Jay, are you ready? Yes. Why did you major in engineering and why do you want to be an engineer?
1: (coughs) Well, um, I can't specifically remember what I said before, <laughs> but I do know that I I do have still have a reason for wanting to be engineering. Well, go uh, with that reason. Specifically after I found my minor and I discovered that there can be a crossover with, like, humanities and engineering and the technology and STEM fields and all that stuff because there's a lack of that and it's important that we prioritize humanity and preserving all things humane <laughs> because i don't know
0: no you're right that's a more synthesized version of what you said like what i specifically remember about what you're saying is because i want i want to become an engineer and i majored in engineering because i actually really do want to help people yes. cuz 99% of the students that i get who say that they when i ask them why they want to be an engineer money they tell me to get the bag right So you were one of the first students to say, no, I really want to help people. And I think you might have been one of the first students that I was like, well, humanitarian engineering and computing is what you should be doing. So
1: Yeah, because, like, I mean, the only reason why I took the path of, like, engineering is because I've always been good in, like, math and science and stuff. So, I mean, obviously when you're looking for, like, majors and what you want to do career-wise, you should play into your talents and what you're strong strong in. Mm -hmm. But undeniably, I knew that I could not, like, go into a career where I wasn't making change for the better, specifically having to do with, like, people because...
0: Well, I guess my kind of other question is, well, why is that important to you? Like, why would it be more important to you for you to help and assist people than to just get the bag
1: um i don't really know where that mentality came from i mean my mom is a social worker so i kind of saw that in her like the want to like help people Mm -hmm. but i think more that mentality i don't know where it came from i just i just so you weren't always a helpful Person as a kid, no, I like, like I was, like that's the thing. Like the I've always. basketball argument in the beginning was like, <laughs> but I can be aggressive in the way that I say things. <laughs> but um, I would say that like, I'm not sure what that mentality came from, but I knew that it's important to prioritize those things mm-hmm. because, especially like just personally, I truly just find so much disgust in so many things that happen in the world, like. Like what? I never could understand how people can be so complacent in all the things wrong with the world and have no. no want to change them. And even if they do have the want, they are not very active in in changing anything. Well, that's the beauty of your youth. When yes. When you get old, you'll get tired. Yeah. I, I'm getting tired now. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I can't even remember what I was talking about. I was like, wow, the hopes and the dreams that I had. But anyway... You know, the world is a good place. At the end of the day, <laughs> That's um, we have ruined a lot of things, and I think.
0: Well, what makes you hopeful to fix those things? Because if things are ruined,
1: I mean, I don't. I necessarily. I've had this conversation with my sociology professor that I had last year about like. The the the, the withering out, not the withering out, like the. The ruining the of getting burnt... the burnout, the yeah. burnout that happens when people who care, right, like. You Continue to care, care right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've I, I I knew that it was coming last year, and I've experienced it this year, like on a personal level, and just like thinking about my career. Um, but I, even though I know that I may not see, once again, so cliche, I may not see the change, but I will participate in putting an effort into making a change. Right, being a catalyst because for Being the passive. And seeing all the negative things that happen is just not an option for me. Um, Well, that I mean, and
0: honestly, that is a good thing. Like I said, that's the best answer that I've ever heard. And I wish that more students in engineering overall kind of had that um, thought process and that mentality. But I think, and one of the reasons why we have, the humanitarian minor is to attract students who do think that way Mm -hmm. um, and to help them understand. I think the biggest thing for me is that really when you have a goal like that, you'll get the bag. Like the bag comes from following your passion and especially following a passion where you're helping people. People are more likely to contribute so your bag is bigger because they know what you're doing is helping
1: the the greater good. Right. So, and um, that, 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 has been said to me before because regardless, I mean, I'm going to have an engineering degree at the end of the day, so right? like, I'm going to so be, be like just fine. Uh, yes, that's that's the idea. But like we've had this conversation before. Ideally, in the perfect utopia that I have built in my head, no one cares about money. Neither do I. In reality, I know that I have a materialistic side that does care about money and nice shoes and nice clothes and things like that. But I fight that on a daily basis, and I feel that um, you know. If whatever, whenever the day comes that I do begin to make money I hope that I still have the same or a similar or parallel mindset that I have now and I don't become everything that I hate about this world. Like the greed that I see is just disgusting right. to me. Like I literally cannot get over the concept of people having billions of dollars and it takes like a fraction of that a very small fraction of that to give the people in Flint water. Like, literally... But what if, like... Okay, so just this is just my other side of the coin. But
0: don't you need the people with billions of dollars to be able to make or produce or innovate to be able to help Flint get clean water?
1: You need like. those people, yes. But I'm saying the excess of it all is disgusting. Like, they have plenty of money to put into resources for people to learn and innovate and create I don't know a better surrounding, a better uh, you know, they have money they have the funds and the means to make things better but it only takes a couple hundred million to you know, sponsor a couple college kids who are trying to build a rocket Like you can get a lot done with a few million dollars and then, but you got literally Billions of dollars sitting in the bank, like why I, You cannot spend that much money,
0: and it's not like well, no, but they they create and generate wealth, and they they create start and generate wealth, but it's the way that they and, do
1: it because that's what I'm saying. That's where the disgust come in because like people can put money into like uh I don't know medical research. If right. I if I'm a billionaire, I'm putting money into me- medical research, right? But I know. On the outside, it looks good because people, like, people are like, wow, they're trying to find a cure. But in my mind, I know, or behind the scenes, it's 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 built into the way the drug industry works. Mm-hmm. People putting money into medical research only do it because they know they're going to get a return on it. That.
0: Yeah, the way that's they get a return capitalism. On that,
1: right, that's the disgusting part because you can't capitalize people's health and well-being. They're people. So the fact that you're putting money into someone creating a drug that's only going to treat them for so long, and then you know that they're going to have to come back and buy more from you, unless they're going to die, that's disgusting to me, because they know that if they put in, if they, they know that there's a way to go about it to where you really don't need a return on that investment that you just made, like, if, 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 if. But you're selling a product, which is a commodity, That's the thing, like, that's a mind, that's, that's a social construct, though, like, the mindset of always having to profit materialistically off of an investment right. is is a a mentality that has been developed. it's not a natural thing to like. Just because I invested some time or energy into something that I need to get paid back. Like, like I told you before. Like, if I make if I grew up making a lot of money, say, like I just make a good amount of money, yeah, and I'm putting in money into a, a community of people or a um, a developing country or whatever it is. Internally, so you
0: think just the reward from you doing good from those people should be enough?
1: Yes, <laughs> and literally. So, but yes. i but
0: I'm saying so. This is always kind of like just my little bit of pushback from you. But you still need to live in a house, right? Right. So you still need to be able to afford that house, right? Right. So you need to charge them something and some kind of markup so you can get a profit. Right. So you can afford your house, True. right? In in
1: in the so way you're we just have- saying,
0: don't be excessive.
1: Basically, like in the way, like realistically, that's what I'm saying. That's in my, that's in my perfect built world. Okay, but like realistically, obviously, yeah, I need clothes on my back, food on my plate, a roof over my head. So, I'm not saying that I'm gonna live on the streets and be an engineer. I'm saying that I'm gonna have my one two bedroom house with maybe a dog or something. Um, You gotta have a companion. I'm gonna have a couple pair of shoes. I'm gonna. I'm I'm gonna try to make put myself in that mindset because now, nice things. Because how many seem shoes nice. do you have now? Quite a bit.
0: Okay, but I saying. also
1: shop on a bargain. I've never paid more than like hundred
0: dollars. Okay, the, well know. that's the thing. You can still own your home. That's what I'm in saying. Your one two bedroom and still shop on a bargain right. and never. Right,
1: and, and I'm saying that's a what I'm saying. Like shoes. that to but me is an effort what, to put that to me is an effort to invest in my community because if I'm not if I if I have if I buy people literally buy like $2000 pair of sneakers.
0: That's what I'm saying though because you and really you got to come and talk to Joe in the morning because Joe <gasps> is Joseph's the person who feels like if you target. have $2000 you should,
1: be you able should able to buy it. the $2000 yes.
0: shoes and that's
1: okay. And that's the that's the part that's the mentality that I don't like because people truly believe that. And it it's it, it makes sense only when you consider that the society we live in now is the only possibility. Like that's well, only and I
0: think that is a good part about you is that you have the thought and the ability to think that society can be
1: completely flipped on its head. And yeah, I have this different. thought, but obviously I'm, I'm obviously I'm realistic. So things. in the
0: like perfect engineering world, what kind of work would you do as an engineer? Like, do you know currently? Yeah. No, I mean like if yes, if someone came in and said, "I'll give you your dream job," what would it be? To do.
1: Literally to go to develop like not even developing countries like small communities that may need just one leg up to make the entire community better because like I've talked to an advisor about this earlier in the semester. Like communities
0: in America. Or yes. Okay.
1: Like smaller communities who are closer to the resources because I talked to an uh, 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 um, advisor earlier this semester because I was trying to think of an independent project because I just wanted to. And like in America and 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 a lot of developed countries, they have like a savior complex to where they believe, which, like I said, is not wrong in intention because they do think that they if they go out to a third world country, they're making the world a better place because they're helping little poor black and brown kids, you know, who don't who don't, in their eyes, have anything, you know, right? Stuff. Those people. Do need right. Those people Mm -hmm. do need resources, and they may need help and things like that. And we should be helping them. But in the meantime, in between time, (laughs) before you get to Africa, like myself, I can't. I'm not in Africa right now. One day I might get there, or one day I might get to South America or wherever country that literally is starving or dying of thirst. Yeah. Yeah. Before I get there, you know, there are people very close to us. Who are so much closer to the resources, and it would be so much. It's like a. It's like. Why? But would it
0: be easier though? Like, cause this is. These are my two questions. Is a would it be easier just because of proximity? Like we're from Ohio, so which so proximity, we should fix Ohio first, right? And because then that leads to my second question. So since you're from Toledo, I've never heard a Toledo, Miami, a Miami student from Toledo, come. Their first thought about Toledo has never been positive. Mm -mm. So my question is, as an engineer, how would you fix Toledo?
1: Um, Well, first, I would have to work with some type of education program to even get people to realize what the wrong that is being done to them is. um, So first you have to get people to recognize that they're in not a good situation. There's not even a light bulb there to be on, Like, you have to... There has to be a light bulb put there first, because... But aren't, don't Toledo- you think...
0: Are there not people there in Toledo who are helping them do that? Like, because because this is my whole argument with students from Toledo. Like, from... And again, there's only, like, about four or five that, mm-hmm. let's say, I've met and I've known, But all of you are here at Miami University, mm-hmm. and you've left Toledo. So somebody was there, and you're left to say, Jay, you can do this bigger better greater thing yes and you could potentially do that at miami university so i mean isn't there someone there sparking that light for people
1: yeah because i think
0: that way not even i mean i know we keep mentioning your hometown but i think that way about my hometown too
1: but that's that's it's the same thing with the proximity is very important on any scale because like While I do remember a very specific person, my teacher in seventh grade, Miss Sager, she was the best teacher I ever had, and she literally was my math teacher, and that was the only class I was good in, and she was the one who told me, like, you are really good in this class, do you want to take the accelerated program? So I was taking math after school, I thought it was fun, like, math was just fun to me, but she was the only one to ever tell me that, like, you can, you can, like... You can actually do this. Yeah, you can actually, like... You can push harder and work harder. Look for, uh, there's other avenues I, other than like just school. Like you can pursue things that you enjoy, which I'm not saying, I'm just going to say she's the only person that ever told me that, but she's the only one who ever, ever recognized that not only did I enjoy it, but I was good at it. So right. Like, so like, I was I was good at other things, but I may not necessarily have enjoyed it. Like I did track my entire jun- like elementary and high school. Didn't really like it, but I did it because it looks good on resumes and applications and things like that. So, but like, I was like, wow, you're right. Like, I like that. But, like I said, it's proximity because I went to a private school. My mother, while she was a single mother, she had access to a lot of resources and she she had set herself up in t- to the way that she was able to help me. So, like, everything that I, every advantage that I was able to have was because I was closer to it than some of the kids who lived on the other side of town. Like, even my sister, right. like, my sister, we don't have the same mother, we have the same father. Okay, most of the opportunities that I've been allowed to have, take advantage of, like, going to private school, um, partaking in extracurricular activities like sports, instruments, uh, pottery classes, like, anything my mom could do to make me a more well rounded person, yeah, she was able to do that because that's just, that she had the resources. she has she, the resources, right. but also the awareness. Right. To my that sister, to do that. who literally is my father's child as well, is five and a half years older than me, but the difference is complete. Is we're like polar opposites, right? She did not graduate high school, she still has not gotten a GED. She has three children, she is 26, I think. Uh, her mother, literally, when she was younger, would say um, sh- anything like Janae could wake up and say. My pinky toe was hurting. And she was like, oh, you ain't got to go to school. And that happened literally. So she didn't so get the influence. She literally... She didn't get the, the push and the influence. Yeah, it's literally like, don't. not only did she, she not but graduate, then, she just literally did not attend school anymore, which was the wildest thing to me. Because, but
0: then as an engineer, though, so I'm saying, like, for you and what you want to do, in terms, and again, for the proximity, like, don't you think that you... I'm just saying, like you could be just as influential as if you were a seventh grade teacher, right? Yeah. Because
1: I just got to get there. Like wherever, wherever I go, I said I'm, I'm not saying that. But I'm you not don't ever going to go back to Toledo. Okay. I'm saying that. No, I'm just. I
0: just use Toledo because of proximity. Right.
1: I'm just saying, like where. That's what I'm saying. Like proximity to me is always a factor because even me, even me, personally, wherever I go. But where I'm do you try- want to go? Literally wherever the wind blows me, like that's what I'm saying. Like, so you don't have a, no, cause there's there's good you can do. Any that's what I'm saying. Like people have this broad dream, like people have this concept that to where like the only way you can make a change is if you do the, the most, the most. So you've will be willing thing. to do a little thing. Yes, I do the little things all the time. I've been volunteering since I was in high school because I saw that it was necessary. I volunteer okay. now. I do whatever I can to. Make not only my surroundings better, but other people's surroundings or lives better because.
0: No, I know you do, and I I think
1: you do that, in Nesby. That's what I'm saying. Like, and and it could be so easy. Like, the simple fact, like asking somebody how their day was, or asking them, like, are you okay, or helping them on their homework, or like. So does it
0: frustrate you that not more people in engineering or not more people at Miami don't do that?
1: It frustrates me so much because, like, these are the people who make the world as ugly as it is because like all these people are these people are geniuses literally like they could they could they could throw together a robot that do backflips and get your mail and do all this other stuff but you putting that money you going and you working for a company that is depriving the surrounding community of resources and pumping money into a capitalist society that's only making things worse like the fact that people use their skill sets and what they're strong at to, to get away is from it, is annoying to you. To get it's more than annoying; it's infuriating. It's like well, I don't
0: want you to be infuriated, but I think like, but I guess so. Then I guess my question is: so, like, do you feel like in in your space, so at Miami University, and within either whether it be Nesby or Engineering that you do enough or could do more to let them know that maybe you should be you should be using your engineering for good in a humanitarian sense.
1: I mean, I do slip that in there to people. Some people don't or have no interest in it, but like I feel like I've reached. That's what I'm saying. Like my mindset from even when I told you what I wanted to do career-wise is kind of changing because you know, it's the burnout effect. Like, I'm right. getting burnt you out. You feel out. But, because even like, even jo- Joseph, Joseph. Hello, Joseph. <laughs> like, he's so smart and he's so like, his, like, you've talked to Joseph before. No, yeah, you know I know. That he has like, the things that come out of his mouth, you're like, this man could do so many good things, right? But then at the same time, he want to buy thousand dollar chains. <laughs> Sir, you are a broke college student just like the rest of us. Why are you trying to buy thousand? But dollars? that's what I mean. Well, it's because the capitalist society has got him. He has been bugged, and I want to take the bug out. But I can only do so much in my daily life. I can only tell him so many times. You know, Joseph, maybe that's not a good idea. But people like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a social. We have been socialized. To a level where a lot of people are oblivious
0: to it, like. Well, I think okay. So my only thing with with what you said in terms of the big th- the big things and the little things. So I think what I do as an advisor is a little thing, right? So I, I spend think it's time a lot
1: bigger than what you think it is. Oh well, thank you.
0: But I think in the scheme of things, I do think it's a small thing. So I spend time with you and with Travis and with Joseph and talking to them and saying like these are the the. This is the power that you have as an individual. Right. And this is even, and you can magnify that power as an engineer, right? Mm-hmm. So that's me as an advisor, right? Because I can't do what you do. I can't understand physics. Uh, I can't understand chemistry and calculus no, and all that kind of stuff. I. <laughs> We're not that different. You're a lot farther than me. But, um, but I think, so you as an engineer and mm-hmm. getting the degree in engineering, I think that you should do the bigger scale thing. I think that you you shouldn't. I mean, proximity is... I mean, if you wanted to do that, but I think, like, it should be a bigger scale thing. I think that you should be in a company and you right. should be leading whatever to create the next great medicine and to I'm give it for saying, free or develop. That's,
1: okay, maybe I forgot to mention that. Like, <laughs> like I said before, it's in the meantime that I'm with working with my proximity. But once I have enough money to fly over to whatever country that I want to and they don't have water or, like, food or stuff, I'm going to do that as well. But I'm saying, like, there is literally no reason why you can't take advantage of your current environment and still do. Like, why be so passive? Why be so like? I think that's the question: is why people are, is the passiveness? So it's because it's, a good point. it's 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 another social it's another society thing. Like people are so individualized; like they only worry about self. How am I going to make money? How am I going to survive? How am I going to succeed? How am I going to look good? Like all about me, 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 me. But like, in the grand scheme of things. The world's not gonna revolve literally. Literally, the world does not revolve around any one person. So if you're not putting energy and effort into making your surroundings and other people who are not you better, then that's not productive at all. Because if you're putting all this energy into yourself, what, who, what energy is being put into, and who is putting this energy into other people? Right. Who don't have the resources. like No, that's a good problem. That, and that's why I that's why I get disgusted. Because, like, <laughs> it's just, it's just, I don't understand it. I mean, <laughs> I mean I've mean, i also never been a billionaire, but I'm saying, like, hopefully if I ever did become a billionaire for whatever reason, I would still know that I don't need a billion dollars to live. Like, I can literally. Like, if you use, can have a bigger house or you can have a bigger company. And put what in the house?
0: That's what I mean, I'm saying. Like
1: people have excess. people. Maybe you could put That's people in your mindset, house. a mindset, though. Like okay, either either I could buy either I could a buy a mansion, which realistically you could put a lot of people in there, but it probably like the amount of bedrooms are relative to the size of the space. So or, I mean, I'm thinking of, like, house. Bill and
0: Melinda Gates. Like, nobody really knows how big their house house is, but of course, like, you would assume that it's probably, like, a smart house, right? Turns itself yeah. on, off, all yeah. that different kind of stuff. Yeah. So, it's all, you know, heated floors and da-da-da-da. Yeah. But then they still give the majority of their wealth away. Like, they, they have used the capitalist system to allow their money to gain money on its own, by itself. Right. So then they give the majority of that away. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, everybody can build be a Bill and Melinda Gates, but right. I'm just saying, like, you can still know. have a big house, and then...
1: I don't know what they do with things. I mean, it's a
0: percentage of your wealth. But the I advisor question do. that I want to ask is that, do you think that the humanitarian minor has kind of helped you tap into more of, like... I don't know how to say it, but, like, your humanitarianness, or like, Or, like, do you think the classes have helped you kind of... Um, uh, like, either explore more or to kind of express or to share or to learn more about how to apply your engineering to different humanitarian aspects do you think that we're doing a good job
1: um yeah i would say that it definitely good has answer. because i don't know if you remember but before i was a mechanical engineering major and i was trying to pick up a social justice minor literally two things that don't go together but a I what was, minor a social justice minor. because i had took one i had took social justice 165 i think mm-hmm. and i was like wow like literally, I was in the class, and just so happened the first example that she gave us of like how social justice is gonna be take be a part of like our future and yeah. technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she went that route, but that's just the conversation that we had, and she gave the example of like a uh, uh, automatic car or like mm-hmm. with the self driving cars, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to program that car to know that like if it's driving straight and something happens to where in front of them there's Three people, or there in front of them, there's a five people walking across the street to the left, and to the left, those people, there's a wall. You and your girl, or your husband, or whatever, I said it's two people in the car, basically. Uh, The car knows that it's two people in the car. The car knows that to the right of them is a crowd of people, and to the left of them is a wall. Is that car going to veer right and hit those people and save the people in the car, or is it going to veer left? and How do you know? it has to be, pro- it, that's what I'm saying. Like that has to so be So you have programmed.
0: to program it to tell not to hit the, yes. not. so don't hit the crowd of people, yes. hit, hit the, the wall and kill the two people but in that, the thing. Yeah, right,
1: but somebody has to make that I'm decision. I'm telling you, that's the Will Smith movie. Somebody, movie, I'm just somebody saying. has to make the decision to even put the program in that car. S- somebody still has to have that thought like, are we going to kill these five people and save our customers who bought our car? That's where capitalism going to kick in because they're like, <laughs> they bought our car. We gonna so you life. think they're gonna kill the five people? It depends. And on who- then the two automated
0: cars—I think they, the testing ones—they hit
1: people. They do. One, yeah, one capitalism of them killed- is Keisha. You're not gonna kill the rich person who just bought a Tesla that can drive itself. You're gonna hit those stupid people that's walking across the street because forget them—they never bought no Tesla we gonna save our people that's what I'm saying. It's not, like, funny, but it's it's not funny but it's the stuff that it's did, the way you're saying it. It's the it's the stuff that I think because that aspect of it, the capitalists. Okay, aspect so then should so then that's the
0: perfect. Class. So you should be the engineer to sit in the class or to sit in the production room and say yes like we need to develop a different program. We need to put right. emergency brakes on this car so it understands I can't kill the two people who are in my car and I can't kill the five people here. Right. But I also like and I can't hit the and wall. All
1: I'm, so you have to ch- be in the room. I have to be in the room but I also have to have some kind of system to back me up because right now capitalism is always going to win. So if I'm sitting there in the room and I'm giving my little my little formula sheet about how we need to save these two people we need to save the the crowd of people and not the two people in the car, somebody is going to come up behind us and say, "Well, didn't they just give us $150,000 for our car? Shouldn't we be loyal?" Uh, uh, uh Contribute like shouldn't be like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's always going to end up with my, basically. That's all I'm saying. That's the system right now. But I'm saying if I'm in that room, I I'm going to need know, a, But I feel like I, if I'm in there, all I'm saying is that if I'm in that room in that specific situation, there's a system of capitalism that's always already going to be present there because that's the society we lived in now. But I'm saying in my dreams, I would hope that there's also a system backing me up. a a system built on humanities instead of money that will kick in and overpower or somehow fight that. Because right now it's no fight. There's literally no fight. Capitalism wins every time. All I'm saying is I would...
0: I I think now, I think in some ways, I think it's true. But I think, so I'll just say this. So A, you make me very hopeful. You make me very hopeful that there will be more humanitarian engineers out there so you won't be by yourself in the room, so other people will be in the room to say, you know, Jay is right, and we developed a solution, and we're going to put some anti-anti-anti-lock brakes on the car, and it's just going to stop on time. So I'm just saying, I think that, and it does make me feel good at least in what we're trying to do um, in the academic realm, in the engineering department, and with the humanitarian minor, that maybe we're kind of reaching some of those goals. But I think also, too, you gotta give capitalism a break, like it. Nah.
1: Give- <laughs> no. Yeah, I literally blame it for give- everything wrong in this world. Like literally, literally, there's nothing. There's nothing worse.
0: I'm just saying, like, or or I think also too. I mean, like, because this isn't a political conversation, but just because, like, you should really listen to like Kamala Harris has ideas about like how AI needs to be diversified, and we need to get more people at the table, and then. And there's other, like Andrew Yang, he's got he's got a whole book about um, how automation is I kind don't of- like reading. <laughs> You're a college student. Exactly. But you, you can't say it. that on the college podcast. So You don't like reading. I don't like reading. I ain't say nothing about nobody
1: else. I'm talking about me right now. I mm. do not like oh, reading. Oh, well. It's all right.
0: Engineers don't like to read. That's, um, well, that's not true. But I mean, some engineers don't like to read. So that is a common thing, just the way that they're all about their good old bag. But trust me, you'll secure the bag. But hopefully, you'll do it and everybody will get clean water and there will be no lead and the automated cars will not be killing everybody and they won't put all of the people out of work and we'll still have a middle class by the time and so um, we still have in an my earth 90s. to live on. And hopefully, the earth does not combust because we have broken down the ozone layer and we've all caught do fire. So, Jay, you have a big job. I just want you to know that you're my hero and I feel like you well, have the power to save the world, dear. And above, then when you do get a billion dollars, I feel like at least you could, like, you could be, like, a hundred-billionaire person, and then you could be like, but you know what? I had a really good influential academic advisor, Keisha Norris, and I would go <laughs> down to $99 billion <laughs> so she could have $1 billion, and she could be an academic advisor for the rest of her life. I it. mean, I just want you to keep that in mind. You got it. Okay? Yeah. All right. Thank you. What's <laughs> final words? No, thank you, Travis, for being Uh, the best producer. Capitalism
1: is the devil. (laughs)